Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. Welcome back to another episode of Stuck in My Generation, or whatever the hell you want to call it. We do it every once in a while, and it's been a while yet again, but that's okay, because we just do what we want. And uh, today, we're going to talk about the... As soon as I get this microphone fixed anyways, I'd like to see you, Neil. I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while, so I'd like to, to view your beautiful face. But we are going to finish up our uh, our top ten, and for me, a lot of honorable mentions, albums of the year. Uh, Neil, I expect nothing less than uh, a bunch of bands that I don't listen to from you. Maybe not. You, maybe, I mean, I, maybe I like the metal. for you. I like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely Maybe. into the metal these days, but, uh, I, I still, I think I'm more of the hardcore and, uh, thrashy. That's where it seems like that's where most of my shit lies. And you definitely go more into the death area. Even for me, you like, like it all. Well, yeah, no, but like, even for me, like, um, even though like far as Spotify goes, my minutes listen is the highest it's ever been at 30,000. Um, but I honestly felt like I didn't tread a lot of new ground as far as new releases go. Like I found a lot of old stuff I liked and went back and listened to the, to the, um, the discographies. But as far as a lot of new stuff, I mean, I haven't done as much as I should have done. Yeah, you you're but you're like me. You still hop on everything new. Yeah, you, know, I, I you may not to. stick with it. I didn't make as great efforts. I, I mean, I listened to a lot of music, but I didn't. I didn't do deep dives into everything coming out weekly, as, as I say, as much as I did last year. Yeah. So there may be some diamonds in the rough that come a few months from now that I might love. Yeah, we can always do. We can always do a recap episode. Yeah, we can always, if we find them, we could be like you know, uh, shit we didn't notice yeah. in twenty twenty two, an yeah. episode like that. Yeah, I done I done a lot of just running through the same albums this year. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, me too. I, I looked <laughs> at my. Uh, I don't do Spotify, but I do. Uh, I have Apple Music that I don't use very much, and that's because my brother-in-law put me on his family plan, which is appreciated because I, I, when the kids want to listen to their shit, like, I want to hear it's raining tacos. Like, okay, I'm putting that on Apple. That way it doesn't mess up my shit on my YouTube yep. music. But uh, I, I feel like this year I went mostly new. I listened to a lot of new stuff. Like, I kind of did the opposite of you. I, I right. didn't really dwell in the past too much, and I listened to a lot of new but what that new is going to create is now I'm going to be stuck on that new in 2023. So I'll be doing what you did this year, but next year. Yep. Like the, um, I know there's like maybe four releases that came out at the last quarter of this year that I haven't tried out. And I feel bad that I didn't try them out. Cause Wait, were they, was it stuff that you think might've made this list or do you think it was may, maybe one, I, but like, even like I said on the way down when I was listening to a certain album, which would be an honorable mentions, I, I feel like it could p- probably crack the top ten if I would. I, I'm not. I like to give an album at least four or five listens before I say it's absolutely more type of thing. Yep. So, yeah, but but next year I'll focus more on the new stuff because I feel like I've for now I've caught up. Yeah, I, th- I think you never catch up, but I no. I feel like I've caught up. I, I feel good. I feel good about my list. I mean, I I I feel like I was very thorough. I don't think I missed a whole lot. I don't know about you, but I went through all my subscriptions. Uh, you know, all the people that I subscribe to or yeah. follow, I guess. Spotify's follow, right? Yes, you follow. Okay. Yeah. YouTube is subscribed. So I went through all those, and uh, 
I made sure that no one I subscribed to released anything new, and I pretty much subscribed to everyone that I have any inkling of ever listening to again, like I subscribe to them. So I don't think I missed too much. That being said, I have a shit ton of honorable mentions. Okay. Not a shit ton, <laughs> but I have a lot. Did you put any down? Do you have? I have a few in mind. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's start there. Th- I-, I will say that most of my honorable mentions, which there's, there's not that many, one, two, three, four, five, like six, five or six. I have five or six that were like, I feel like they were worth being in the top 10, but I didn't put them in the top 10 uh, just, just because they, they kind of got edged out. Right. So do, who who do you have that maybe got edged out and was like on the outside looking in? The one I'm, that I was mentioning on the drive here was, was um, the band Dream Unending. The album Song of Salvation, it was, it's like an album I believe I could, it made, it's made a lot of top 10 metal lists. Um, and the album they released last year in December made my number, my, made my second favorite album of, all, of that year. Yeah. So this one here probably could have cracked, but like I said, I'm going to listen to it three times and haven't given due diligence to it. So it'd be unfair. But if you're a fan of like dreamy doom metal, I, I would definitely recommend it. You'll have to, I'm a, well, I'm going to just go yeah, ahead. It, and, I'm just going to go ahead and add it's to a lot my of, it's a lot of It's a lot of reverb. It's a lot of, it's like, it, they live up to their name as far as dream unending. It's Who like, is it? Dream unending. You just said that. I'm like, who does it? Yeah, who does it? Okay, hold on. Dream unending. Because I like at this point, it, it, I, I am it, just it, willing yeah. to try anything. It's, it's it's very of course it's 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 growls, but it's it's a good landscape. It's, there, good, it's good background music. There's some growls that I'm all about. Like I, I keep finding you know, and there's some that I'm just not. It just right. it just really depends. And I guess we'll find out more as we go through our list. Um, but I will. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with one of my honorable mentions here, even though somehow I did. I really put that there. Yeah, I sure did. So my uh, my first honorable mention uh, is the Pretty Reckless. Uh, they released a album called Other Worlds. It's a rehash thing. It's like acoustic versions of stuff off their last album. I didn't imagine I'd ever become a fan of this band because I just I just didn't think I would. I thought they were mainstream commercial rock, and they are. But I, I think they're talented. I think they're catchy. Like, as far as, like, catchy rock goes, I kind of like them. And that, that album was an outside looking in for me because it's there's just some really beautiful songs in acoustic form on there. And I'm, that band impresses me more than I'd ever like to admit. But that's an honorable mention. Do you have another? Um, well, I guess I can say the Napalm Death the album that was in my top ten from the middle of the year. Yep. I had to. It's on the album's resentment is always seismic. That album's is like still still great, but half of the album to me is I would say somewhat skippable. So I I felt like it could fall out of the top ten, maybe into the top fifteen. But they have some really strong songs on there. But it's it's fell out of favor with me. I had that happen. Um, some of the albums that fell outside of mine are due to that exact reason like half the album might be really good and half of it might be kind of forgettable and it was good enough to make the top 10 whenever we did this you know five months ago was it five months ago let's just say it was five months ago it, it, it's, like it's close it's close enough it was like september pretty or close yeah end of august something like that yeah it was it was close but uh, uh i'll just rip off two since i think i probably have a few more than you but the black right. black keys dropout boogie solid album not good enough for top 10 but it is solid not one of their best but it's f- solid uh terror pain into power that was in my 
top 10 when we did the the mid-year they fell out uh you know very very hardcore pantera-ish you know just it's a really good band love the freaking album is only like 25 minutes long but and i and i really jammed that hard when it came out but at the end of the day with some of the releases that came in the past like three months that that fell out and i was kind of surprised so yeah terror sorry you're out <laughs> still good enough to put a, a mention in there though that that band is is killer yeah but the one other one i, I had maybe two more i can mention was um the recent behemoth album i'm not going to really i'm not even gonna bother trying to pronounce the name of it it's a good album but once again it's a hit or miss it's not it's not it's not groundbreaking. A lot of the same old, same old from the last album that I wasn't too impressed by. Yeah, I listened to that too. I, I I listened to that and I kind of felt the same way about it. Like I don't, I don't dislike that right. band, but that album definitely didn't grab me. The one you uh, the, was it? Is it? I can't remember what's called. Something Satan. The, oh, the, oh, satanic. Uh, the, um, the, the Satanist. Yeah. The Satanist. Yeah. That's, their, that's, that's allegedly their best style. It's not my favorite of theirs, but it's their. It's, it, it is good. Yeah. I, I did listen to it, and I was like, because you mentioned it whenever their new album came out. You know, you said start there, and uh, like a, like an asshole, I started out with the new one and then went back yeah. to that one. But <laughs> I still got the gist because the Satanist was much better than the new right. one. Right. So. The new one, like the best song on it was um, like Once Upon a Dead, uh, was it Once Upon a Pale Horse, and it's kind of generic sounding. Really, it's like it's like easily accessible to anybody. It's not deep in the metal but outside of that like um i had maybe like two more fallout um yeah voivod the recent voivod album fell out of favor oh. i do like i do enjoy the album i still like it but it just wasn't top 10 worthy for me anymore and septic flesh album fell out of favor with me oh wow you were pretty high on that yeah it's just upon repeated listens it just got dull to me and i may be missing one more but as far as that goes that's it for my honorable mentions. Uh, all the yes, yeah, so the Wagadood album that was really good too, but it got repetitive after like ten listens. Maybe it's my own fault for running it to the ground. Uh, I, <laughs> to be fair, like a, a big time album shouldn't get stale after ten spins, right? I mean, it should take it should take months of like heavy rotation, in my opinion. M- months, I, months, months. I think it's probably better in short doses. Like I still go back to it. I don't hate it, obviously, but right. Just, but yeah, that's it for my honorable mentions. Uh, as far as like albums falling out, I think Terror might have been the only one that deserves an honorable mention. Uh, the Gallagher, is it Noel or Liam? One of those fuckers. Yeah, uh, one of the Gallagher's. I had one of those. I had them in my in my top ten mid year. They fell out. He fell out. Someone fell out. Uh, there, there were some others. I can't remember right off the the top of my head. But other outside looking in, a band called Get the Shot merciless destruction uh this is a great alternative to slipknot they're they're heavier and better than slipknot in my opinion which is it's not hard to do nowadays no it's not (laughs) but 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 for the people out there like that are big slipknot fans like i i think they got hooked and reeled in by the early stuff and just think that they're still one of the heaviest things out there right they're just not you know it's, it's they're not even sorry they're not even that good Mm-hmm. But get the shot to me much better. Uh, I only mentioned Slipknot because I think it's just I think it's up the alley of Slipknot fans. If they listen to that, I think he'd be like, "Holy shit, this is way heavier." Uh, Spirit Adrift, Twenty Centuries Gone. Half the album's really good, and half of it's completely yeah. different. So yeah, I, that's a band I like. A small doses as well. I love the band when they sound like the first half of this new album, which is. Sort of mastodon with cleaner vocals. I don't know. 
but it, half the album is just weird. Like the end of this album has like a, a fucking funky song. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like a, you know, like a bunch of hillbillies wrote it or something, <laughs> but turned it into rock. Uh, Megadeth, the sick, the dying and the dead is on the outside looking in. Uh, it, it, it's a pretty it, solid album, it, but it, it's, it's not, probably, it's in my top 20. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's top 20. It's not top 10. That's one that after 10 spins goes stale to me, but it's still good. It's, it's still like, good. especially for old ass fucking Dave Mustaine. It's still good. You right. know, it just isn't there. There's a lot of shit to compare it to this year. There's a lot of good stuff more than I had hoped for out of 2022. So that being said, let's go with Neil's number 10 on the top 10 <laughs> countdown of Stuck in My Generation with Neil and Bark. Mine fell a little bit, but it was the, it's the band White Ward. White Ward. The, the, See, the, the here we go. I don't fucking know. They, were, they, were, they were on my mid-year list, at least. And they're a black metal outfit from the Ukraine. I was going to write them down, but you said black metal, so I quit. But they, they have a lot of jazz influences in, their, in the music and they're very, they're very diverse. They have, like my favorite song off the album is Phoenix, which is roughly about ten minutes long. Yeah, but in the, there's never a dull moment in the album. And I bought this album on vinyl. Of course, I had to order it, but it is it is very worthy of a top ten, if not meant to be higher. But I absolutely enjoy this album. Anything else to say about that one? Like, is it a how does the bottom of your top 10 list compare to like how much will you spend that album in in the years to come? Is it just a this year thing or is it a long-term thing? Let's say that at the end of our albums too. Like, right. is it 2022 or is it like, you know, long-term, I'm going to hit this thing fairly often for the rest of my life? I, I assumingly, th- uh, yeah. assumingly. Yeah. I, I, I will definitely come back to this album quite a bit. Okay. Uh, 10 for me, uh, The Warning, Error. Yeah, I don't. Have you listened to them much? I've heard Warning. Yes, I did. I wasn't really privy to this band at all, and then I heard uh, Evolve, and that's one of the best rock songs I've heard in a long, long time. And this is Three Sisters from, I believe, Mexico, and they they are very proficient with their instruments, and they are pretty damn impressive, in my opinion. Like. One of the best bands that I was not aware of that I've heard this year. Uh, like I said, Evolve, probably the track, even though it's a single, and I hate to always give singles massive props, but it is a single for a reason. That song kills it. Uh, other than that, the, most of the album's pretty good. It has its weak spots, which is why it's at 10. It's one of those half kick-ass, half forgettable albums, and I kind of... These girls are young, so I'm hoping... By the time they're pushing 30, they've figured it out, and they release an album that's just great top to bottom. But again, Error, that song, is one of the best rock songs I've heard in probably a decade. Yeah. I do. Man, I enjoy them myself, but they, 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 obviously, I didn't get the whole album to listen, but I've heard them, and I have enjoyed what I've listened to. It, it's hit and miss. Yeah. I mean, but, but overall, there's no songs on it that I skip. It's just I don't remember half of them, and that, <laughs> and that means it's, it's down there at 10. Right. Um, with, with my next one is the, the band Frail from Cleveland, Ohio. They are a doom sludge slash fuzz outfit, female fronted, which I, doesn't matter back to this. I should at least mention it. I've been a fan, fan of this for a couple of years now, and they have, this album here is not as nearly as good as the last album, which I should guess I should say the album's called Skin and Sorrow, by the way. 
there's not a, there's not a dull track on this album for me. It's it's kind of short, so it goes by pretty quickly. It's over before you even know it. I think it's like maybe thirty minutes. Some of the best albums. Yeah, 40, it's, it's actually forty five, but it seems like it's, it goes goes very quickly. But I've been a fan of theirs ever ever since I caught wind of them, and I'm very happy. And I'm pretty. Sure, I know they're getting they're getting heavily sponsored and, and heavily in, well introduced in bottom metal magazines now, so they're actually becoming somewhat big biggest in terms of like of like of metal. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, like like selling out more than just the A and R bar in Columbus kind of thing. They might be, yeah. They might move up one more spot. You know what I mean, yeah. But yeah. Like, they might go next door to yeah. the, to Kimba Live. Yeah, they're getting some recognition. Yeah, but I've been really impressed with them, and I'm looking forward to the future with them. I I have listened to Frail too, and I think that was from your suggestion, and that's right. that's a uh, not my top ten, but like I I did like what I heard, and. Uh, I'll, I'll probably continue. I think I'm subscribed to them, so with which that means I will listen to them again. Uh, nine for me took me a minute on this album. Uh, took multiple spins before it really clicked. You ever have a fucking album comes out and you literally have to put on headphones to to realize how good it is? Oh yeah, it depends on yeah. Like sometimes I just can't pay attention to like I listen to albums at the wrong point in time sometimes like like turnstile whenever uh lawrence introduced me to turnstile i wasn't really paying attention when i was listening to him so i assumed that it wasn't grabbing me and i was like yeah they're okay and then once i like had the time to just sit back and just stop thinking about everything going on in life and listen to turnstile like i fucking love that band more than i've loved a band they're they're like second coming of nirvana for me mm. I love them that much, but Dead Cross released Dead Cross 2, their second album, Mike Patton, Dave Lombardo, uh, you know, kind of a, kind of a more, kind of a thrash metal outfit, uh, but Dead Cross released their second album. I love everything Mike Patton does, but this did take me a few listens, uh, to really soak in, but there's a lot of genre blends on this album, but the more I listen to it, the more it sticks and, uh. Yeah, it's there at nine. There's a few weak songs, but there's some really, really good guitar riffs that stick with me, like that I'll walk around and, and chug to myself with my <laughs> lips. They're, they're a band I enjoy, but I like them in basically through singles. Yeah. Because they're so much genre, genre blending. They're a ton of genre blending. It's yeah. very strange, which that's, that's Mike Patton. He's very, yeah. you know, one of his bands, I think it's a Mexican orchestra outfit yeah. or some crazy stuff like that, but... It's uh, it's definitely solid. It's growing on me too. It grew on me just enough to sneak into the top ten on this one. And number eight for me is the the new Stabbing Westward album, Chasing Ghost. Damn! Did you think it'd be higher, or it's not on here? At I all? just didn't think it would be on there. I know that you like them. I love them. Like the, um, their album, Dark Days, is my favorite album of, of all time. Yeah, it's not even wow. close. It's like it's not, it's not even close. But this album here, I, could, I love them from start to finish. It, it, it was a good comeback. Like I think I did a a YouTube review video. And like, while I didn't love it, I, I think it was, it was above average for me because I think it was a, it was a very good return to, to form. Like they didn't really miss a beat in my opinion. I don't love them, yeah. but they still sounded as good as when I owned, uh, fuck. What's, what, what's their two big albums called? They had two what's big Burn Appeal and Dark Days. That's okay. Dark Days. Okay. Oh yeah. Dark Days was the green and gray yeah. and black blend album. The best album of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I liked both of those albums. I owned both of those albums. I kind of attribute it more to like a, a point in my life, like a young, where I was at musically as a young fan. 
But yeah, that new album was definitely like, yeah, it was to me up there with their other stuff. So I get that. Uh, but even like, feel like I'm not only sure like if Chris's lyrics are wise is like where he's still at in his life, but his like the lyrics in pretty much all the songs, it feels like it's actually my life too. Like through yeah. his relationships and everything like that, it, it all it always it means a lot to me. I don't know, I don't know where he's come from, but it's like. I read an article and he's definitely got some, you know, there's some deep stuff to those lyrics for sure. I I love Simon Westford and I I was going to go see them them in Virginia Beach, but unfortunately he had, he kind of like a throat cancer or something like that, but he's, he's recovered from that fully. And so good to to seeing him. That's, that's interesting. See, that's why I love this top 10 stuff because I love those surprises and it's not a surprise to me in the fact that it's stabbing westward. I know that you love that band, yeah. but it, I, did, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how that new album. It came out in hit, March. Hit with that's you. The thing is, like, it didn't even wasn't even on the list in March. It just I went back to it and back to it. And yeah, fell in love with it. That that's what happens. I think I've got one of those in here that that came out before that, maybe two. But uh, eight for me is uh, I, a lot of people probably haven't heard of this one, but it's Broken Bells into the Blue. This is uh, the lead singer from The Shins, which I don't really know shit about The Shins, honestly. I do not either. Um, but it's the lead singer from The Shins with uh, Danger Mouse. And I have really come to realize over the past few weeks that I am of the opinion that everything Danger Mouse touches is gold to me. So this album is is no different. It's, it's uh, completely off the mark as far as the genre of my list, which is more heavy than not, but Broken Bells is very reserved, very calm, very modern sounding uh, production values up there because Danger Mouse knows what the hell he's doing. But uh, the band is just very interesting. It's calm, it's mellow, it's good mood music. Their first album is still my favorite, but this album that they released this year, Into the Blue, really good album. I've been I've been on it like two or three days straight right now just <laughs> enjoying it, so... Danger Mouse is my dude. Did you listen to Gnarls Barkley much when they were doing stuff? Yes, I like the I like the albums that they had. I fucking love both albums that they made. Like I just and I don't even like CeeLo Green. Like anything else he's on, I don't care about. I mean, I, as far as like when it's um, when it comes to the Gnarls Barkley stuff, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. But outside of that, not so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Danger Mouse, that dude's good, man. He produced all my favorite Black Keys albums. He produced my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Uh, he produced uh, an album by a band I can't remember what they're called, Paquette something or so. it's a punk band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that dude's just freaking cool. And I'll end it at that. Seven on Neil. Um, the next one is a grindcore outfit named Wormrot. They were. Oh yeah, I, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. Thanks but, to you. Yeah, but they were in my top four most listened this year. Um, the album is Hiss. It's a, it's it's pure grindcore, a thirty second to minute song. There's a few out, there's a few there's a few outliers. Yeah, it, it, some of it seems to blend together, but it's, it remains for a grindcore album. So you got to take it for it being a grindcore album. Right. It's very interesting, keeps you engaged. It's to me is the is my favorite grind album of the year, which was actually is pretty good contenders this year. I mean, I've gone to this a lot. It's more not, it's weird. Like the my top four or well, top five listened to bands this year. I didn't think it'd be up there. I thought. A band I mentioned later would be up there, and it wasn't even on the list. I guess I listened to way more Warm Rot than I thought I did. But I was happy to find out about, out about this band. I think it's how it came out even before our, it came out in July, so it was before our midway point list. And I, of course, it's, uh, I didn't catch the train until a couple months after. So that, yeah, that's that's why seventy yeah. percent of my top ten list is different this time around. But if you guys love um, grindcore at all please give us a spin 
listen to some worm rot. Yes. My number seven is is uh, not going to be probably not going to be in your top twenty. I don't imagine because you really hate the the, the lead man in this band. <laughs> but uh, seven for me is Machine Head of Kingdom and Crown. Right. Uh, man, <laughs> Slaughter the Martyr is one of the best fucking heavy songs I, I've heard in, again, like Air from The Warning. Slaughter the Martyr is just one of those songs, like, it just fucking gets me amped. And the whole album, front to back, I, I think is really, really good. Now, granted, wasn't even, you know, I wasn't a Machine Head fan until 2022, of course, you and and Lawrence tell me the blackening was their their jam, and and I listen, and that you you guys nailed that. That album is fucking great, and I think uh, of Kingdom and Crown is up there with it. Like it's it's not as good, but it's up there with it. And that that album, I listened to that album a lot the last four months. They they, they have their good moments, but yes, Rob Flynn is cringe. Some of the lyrics, are, <laughs> some of the lyrics are cringe too. But other than that, they musically they're fine. Musically, they're yeah, yeah. They're, they're hit or miss for me, for me personally. But yeah, I, I mean, I do like some of their music. I'm not going to hate on it, but I just I'm I'm Rob Flynn out. I guess you're Rob Flynn out. <laughs> it's definitely an interesting cat. Like I went, I you know, I did the deep dive when this album came out and I was like, okay, I got to hear everything. And and most of it doesn't impress me a single Especially bit. Especially the new metal years. Oh, it's bad. And he even looked yeah, new, new, about as new metal as, as it gets. Like oh, yeah, in one video, in one video, he had the dreadlocks and like a red jumpsuit and it was, it was just bad. It was like, dude, make, make up your mind. But, right. but this album, I, I thought it was absolutely fucking killer. And I will listen to that, uh, a lot for years to come. Mm-hmm. Like I just I really dig it. It registers with me on a in a big way. And then with the next one on my list is the band Tala, the Generation of Danger. I know I, I know Jeremy. I don't know if you I know you listened to it briefly. I did, and I knew that that would be on your list because yes. the way you talked about them when um, you told me to check it out. You of course mentioned the Jonathan Davis similarity. But that's yeah. that's unfair to the lead singer because it could just, be it just could be, an observation. Yeah, it could be to his detriment, but he has. Upwards of probably ten vocal styles in all these songs. Like, I, like the whole album is great to my, is is great to me, but it can it can get quite taxing because he's constantly changing vocal vocal styles. He has yeah. a great growl. He has a Jonathan Davis esque uh, voice sometimes, but he's he's very 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 diverse. He's a vocal teacher, so I guess he likes to show off his, his chops. But as far as the, right now, they're considered the leaders of the new metal movement going on right now. And it's going the, on. The, 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 the resurgence. But I'm very, very happy this album. But like I said, the only knock I would have is it, it can't get a little too much when he's constantly changing vocal styles and he can't get into a pocket of enjoying a song. Yeah, and that that that's that's where I kind of was with it. Like I was, you know, that that's spirit adrift. They, you know, they'll they'll hit you with a style and you're like, oh hell yeah, and then and then the next song will be completely different. And you're like, what just happened? Yeah, but like the drumming on the album is insane here. Um, but I guess it gets a little fat. It's like a t- it's like fifty seven minutes long. To me, like certain albums shouldn't be that long anymore. Yeah, I'm get, I'm getting there too. Like yeah. as much as I've been into prog rock all my life, and I love long jam session songs. It has, like, has to be long for a reason. Not not like yes. If it's like I can sit here and listen to eleven minute song and be fine, but like I don't want an album that has fifteen songs on it. It's just, that's, that's too much for me. That's that is too yeah. much. I ten to twelve is the sweet spot. Even nine is is like. You know, no big deal, but yeah, I, I'm not into that either. Actually, the more I th- 
thought about this last tool album here i fucking go again it's long for the wrong reasons like you <laughs> yeah, know it, it goes nowhere I, I, it, there's I'm a lot a of fan, there's yeah. a lot of moments where it goes nowhere it's the same chugs and the same shit and like when i when i run into albums that are clocking in at close to an hour i'm like okay how much time did they waste and how, you hey, listen how, how and, much fat can you trim exactly like and when you listen it's like more so than not let's talk real quick just because it's 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 a fun topic I assume you've heard Lux Eterna from Metallica. I've not yet. Really? No. No shit. Wow. No. Should we listen to that live on this? Uh, on nah, this I'm thing? good. I'm good. Oh man. I, I'm not listening to it for a reason. Okay. I don't want to like it. I don't want to hate it. I don't want to have okay. an opinion. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not like <laughs> I, I'm. My excitement isn't anything. You know, my reaction to you not hearing it is nothing because I think like, oh, you're gonna love it or oh, you're gonna hate it. Like I, it's it's very it's highly debatable. Me personally, I think it's really good, but a reason that it's really good is because there's the most of the fat is trimmed off. Metallica was getting bad about doing the eight minute songs. And it's, seven we've minute we've songs. talked about it at length before. It's like their songs are always six and seven minute songs for a thrash band. It's like it doesn't need to be like that. Correct. And, <laughs> and I think maybe they, who know, they probably didn't get the message because I think I read that the new album coming out is like 75 fucking minutes long. Or yeah, it's, it's absurd. It's like, it's, yeah. it's like they, same problem with Soundgarden. Like the songs like yeah. just keep repeating. I was like, stop, man. It gets to be at four minutes. It only to be six, seven minutes long. Yeah. Unless your name is Fish and then you can play however long you want. Yeah. No, no one will listen, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Tallow was what, your six? I believe so, yes. Okay. Uh, six. Here, here's the first one that stuck around, so I'm not going to talk about it a whole lot. And it is a, it's a weird one for, you know, uh, lifelong metalheads. Probably hate this entry, but Dream Widow, uh, Dave Grohl's little heavy metal side project, uh, it stays in the top ten at six. I still, I still think it's an absolutely killer album and there's not much fat on it it's to the point mm-hmm. and it's heavier than the Foo Fighters but it's still Dave Grohl who's like my fucking Paul McCartney so <laughs> yeah. yeah Dream Widow stays in the top 10 and high in the top 10 at 6 with my number 5 which arguably should be higher for me is um, Immutable from Ashuga. they're knew that would be yeah they're, they're in my top 3 favorite bands of all time and this album here like initially I wasn't it was in my halfway top 10 but it's it's I was, but as far as my sugar releases go, it wasn't my favorite one of theirs. But it's still very deserving for being top five for me. I still I love it. Even after seeing them a few months ago, it made me love that me more because that song's performed live just made me fall in love with this album. Oh yeah, I, they opened up the, when the lights came on. They started playing the, uh, "Broken Cog," which is the very first song on this album here. It just hit so hard, and it, they actually played like five songs off this album on the tour, which is pretty. You know, that's what bands should do when yeah, they're touring it, in support of a but new I, album. I come. Like, um, their YouTube hit "Bleed," which I don't know if you know that one or not, but it's like the one that it's like the one that everybody's always memeing to. It's the one they always see all the reactions for, which is like yeah. their number one hit. They didn't even play it; they even cut it from it because they said it got too boring, which is awesome. I, like they made room for these. Yeah, new you songs. don't want to hear the same old shit. But, but this album, like they're so, they're still very refined. I, I I always become impressed with them. I, mean, I said their albums run long, but I always get lost when I listen to these. I just. The drumming never gets old to me. The vocals are always perfect to me. It, I love them to death. I, I like them. Like you, you played a, a hand in that too. Like that, that is one of the bands that you have suggested that is typically heavier than what I listen to. Um, in terms of like, I guess, growly, muddy. 
like not not and he can still hear him though but to me he's right. like, he's got the perfect metal voice for me like yeah because it's like it's i don't know to me his voice is perfect for metal i definitely like him uh i probably need to listen to that more i'll probably make that a priority this week too because i need to give my some of my albums that are on the top five here actually only two of the top five i need to give a break so maybe Mashuga will be will be the break i give him so that was your five then Mashuga yes. immutable uh number five Listen, metal folks and hardcore folks, there's a couple albums in this top five that you probably don't know about that, that you need to if you value anything I say, which means you probably won't listen to them. <laughs> but uh, five for me, Nicholas Cage Fighter, The Bones That Grew From Pain. I'm going to say it again for the second time in the top ten. This is what Slipknot fans should be listening to. It's heavier. It's better. The song structures are way fucking better. Same way with Tala. They're, 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 they're doing what Slipknot does, but better. Yes. They, they rap better. They do everything better than Slipknot now. Yeah. And, and I hate to keep tearing down on Slipknot, but I just, you know, and I, and I do actually have a level of, like, Iowa's a great album. The first you know, one. Yeah, the first the, the two first, are great. First, two, first one's good. You know, they have songs here and there that I think are listenable, but, but there's just something... I don't know. There's just something about them that, to me, they've the, the edge is kind of gone. And, and bands like Nicholas Cage Fighter, with their weird fucking name, there's so much edge to this music, and so much energy, and so much power. Like it's uh, it, it's it's just fucking great. It's it's good shit. If you haven't heard of them and haven't listened to it, go check them out. That one snuck in, uh, pretty hard over the last three or four months because it's. It has been in the rotation. I even listened to that album about five or six times. It's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it makes you wonder what they're you know what can they do from there? Are they going to ruin it like a lot of bands do after their first album that that's pretty good? Or are they going to evolve and get better and better and better? I'm hoping for that, but we'll see. Well, hopefully, it's more. I'd be happy if more of the same, but maybe Me tweaked too. or something. Production values, maybe. Yeah. I, I think more bands need to give you like a few albums that are more of the same two, maybe three at the most, and, and then do their growth spurt or their transition into something that they're curious about. You know, give us, like Slipknot should have gave us more Iowa, you know? Yep. And maybe I would be a little more uh, praising of them. But, you know, they went in a different direction. A lot of folks like it, and that's cool. But I when I when I hear something, I want I want some more before they switch it up. With my number four, I have Imperial Triumphant, the album Spirit of Ecstasy. That, that was, Shocker. <laughs> yeah, that was my number two at the halfway point. That, that, I'm kind of shocked that it fell a couple yeah. spots, honestly. I, mean, I still love it. It just, it just got surpassed by two other albums. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, two stuck above it. I still I, I still praise it. Anybody that I, I will not recommend this to any new metal listener because it's a lot to take in. But it's like the, that's the best whack and death metal album that's came out this year. It's, it's a Simon Close. And I will continually recommend us to any seasoned vets of metal. Not me. Right. <laughs> I'm not a seasoned vet. I don't know if I I don't know if I've gave that much time yet or not. I think like you warned me that it is different, you know, Kenny G different. Uh you know, you, you gave me the heads up and I think I listened to it and I was like, Okay, this is a lot to take in. I'm gonna wait. Right. I'm gonna hold it's, off. It's very avant garde black metal, black and death metal. Yeah. But like I said, I love them. They're my favorite. Well, I mean, was, I say they're probably my favorite black metal band. Yeah. I, I know you've been high on them yeah. pretty much the whole year. So 
Uh, four for me, not much to talk about here. Uh, Jack White, Fear of the Dawn. Yep, still on there. It's still on there. Uh, it was just, a, I just thought it was a great album. Thought it was a classic, great Jack White album, uh, regardless of the association or whatever band he's in. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat the same shit that I said on an episode prior to this. I'll just say it's one hell of an album to still be in the top mm-hmm. five after all this. And I was disappointed in the second album he released. It was good in a different way. It was just, it was too mellow for where I'm at in my life currently. Whereas Fear of the Dawn, you know, kind of to say what they said back in the 50s, he rocked my socks off <laughs> earlier socks this off. year. Yeah. <laughs> rocked my socks. I, think I was actually listening to White Stripes a couple weeks ago. I was jamming, jamming dead again. They're good. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a historical band. It is, I just wanted something to take my mind off things, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. That'll work. <laughs> that, that'll do it. I mean, uh, Get Behind Me, Satan is one of those underrated. There's just some underrated shit that they did that, that's really good. But I digress. Top three time. Uh, my top three is from my favorite band of all time, um, Cyclone 9. The album is Less to Heaven. Who the fuck? What? <laughs> the Industrial Metal Act from Nero Bellum. Okay. Uh, but they've been, they've been my favorite band since, like, probably 08. And this one here did not disappoint. Um, Nero is not the best humanitarian in the world because he likes scumbags people and vinyls and all that. When he buys stuff, he doesn't fulfill the yeah. end of the deal, I guess. Uh, that's great. But the music's always great if you like industrial, um, black metal. That, like that, the X's on her eyes and Paris on the album. I've rained a stain to death since it came out and it came out in August. So when we did our episode for this, I didn't get a lot of listens, so I don't want to put it on the list so far. Right. But it's cracked my top three and it's, I'm very, very happy and, and, and I'm still waiting on my vinyl. All right, now now I gotta know. See, I've I've got a waiting on my vinyl one on here too. What's that band called? Cyclone Nine. Cyclone Nine. Oh, it's Pia. Okay. Up, 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 up. All right, they're added because I I wanted to add them because when you mentioned the word industrial, like I had an awakening, I had an experience recently. The most recent concert I I attended was the uh, Vets Aid in Columbus. Right. That'd be the one to check out. Okay, Henry. Henry. So, I, so I went to Vets Aid in Columbus, which was Joe Walsh, uh, the James Gang, the Black Keys, Dave Grohl was there, uh, the Breeders, and so I went to this concert, excited as hell. I knew I'd be pumped about Dave Grohl. Uh, I, Joe Walsh is, is very good, so I was excited to see Joe Walsh. Uh, I was excited to see the Breeders a little bit, just for nostalgic purposes. The Black Keys are one of my favorite bands, honestly. Uh, I was pretty fucking pumped to see them. And by the time the Black Keys played and made it through their set, I was like, they just stole the fucking show. Like, the Black Keys just absolutely killed it. And then one of my all-time favorite bands of all time comes on stage, Nine Inch Nails. I have never seen them before. Heather, my wife, has seen them twice, so this was her third time seeing Nine Inch Nails. And I'll be damned if Nine Inch Nails recently, just a few short weeks ago, did not take over the top spot all-time of best bands I've ever seen live. And I've seen not as many as Neil. But I have seen dozens upon dozens of live shows, and holy shit! D- now I, I'm gonna call them industrial. I don't know what what uh, everyone's take is there. To the, me, it's industrial. I mean, there's, there's enough industrial elements to call them industrial. That's your first few releases. Well, that element of that band I had never seen before live from yep. any other band. And I've never seen anything with the level of energy and l- just pure 
it was so different. Yeah. Like, and I know every song of Nine Inch Nails. I know everything. They're one of my yeah. favorite bands ever. They're on my they're on my bucket list to see. Blown away and fucking blown away. Their um album, their live album they released after the Fragile was it all all I think that's what it's called. That's my favorite live album of all time. It's not even close. I need I. That, that, I that, need to go back and listen it, to that. Whole, it's been the, forever. It's insane. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's the best I, live album of all time. They were insane that night, and, and you know these guys are not. They've been doing this a long time. Like Trent Reznor's not young, yeah. and it was like high energy still, high fucking energy, and just just to. They also provided the the moment, the best moment concert wise I've ever seen. So Black Keys are done. They're they're off the stage. The guys are coming out, and they're like putting Nine Inch Nails gear together. The lights are on. Everyone is talking. And this fucking band made my year because the lights are on. Nobody's paying attention. Everyone's talking. Meanwhile, Trent Reznor and the band sneaks on stage with the lights on. They didn't do the whole lights off. Everybody starts cheering. Everybody's fucking talking. And then you get Wish from Broken. That's so fucking good. Yeah, they played that. Like, that's like how that live. Um, it, like, it hits Dude, so hard, man. It hits so hard. And yeah, wish I just or got, uh, I just got yeah. chills. Yeah, wish or gave up or yeah. Sin. Uh, it's it's all. I mean, for anybody who has listened, to, I know we're going to big tangent, but anybody who has listened to like any of the Nine Channel stuff from the first few albums, like Broken's my favorite album. Broken, Broken is the shit. It's the uh, yeah. standard. Like to Wish me. and all that. It's like if you have listened to those albums recently. You did yourself a disservice. So you really need to go back and listen to him. Yeah. Like fire at Mr. Self Destruct and all that, man. Oh, God, I'm telling yeah. you, it just hits so hard. It hits so it fucking hits, it, hard. And uh, of course, I have to recommend the live album or so even watch the stuff on YouTube or anything like that because they yeah. they are much much heavier live. They are, yes. Because yes. the live drums, the live drums. Oh is, God, that's what gets it. Oh man, it was so good. It, it was the best drumming I think I've ever seen. And I don't even know who was their drummer that night. Right. I just it, I don't even standing. know. It used to be Chris Verena back in the day. He but. was a beast. Whoever yeah. it was, he was an absolute animal. And and they just uh, they fucking kicked my ass. And my mother in law was there. Like this whole concert is like you know tailored to people who are middle-aged Walsh, and older. The Walsh fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sitting beside a couple Walsh fans, and they were confused as fuck when Nine Inch Nails came out. They were so lost. They Like, they were sitting down by song two, and I was like, yeah, that's what yeah. I expected. <laughs> like, they can't handle it. And my mother-in-law's just like, she looked, <laughs> she looked like she had, like, either made it into heaven or or opened her eyes and was like, in oh hell. My. She was yeah. so confused. <laughs> and I, I, video, I took video of her the whole time just like, looking scared to death she's like she looked at my wife and she said i've never i've never seen anything like this before and i'm just like i haven't either but i'm loving every second of it absolutely amazing anyways i digress uh that was i was on cyclone knife number three so you are on number three yeah and i and i'm that concert the basis of why i started that is has thrown me into an indu- industrial rabbit Which, hole. Uh, like, yeah, industrial is my favorite genre. So I love it. it. It just I just need to find the ones that hit with me, yes. the ones that stick. Like, uh, would you consider Code Orange? Is that kind of the, the recent album has industrial elements in it? And and I've listened to that, and like, I don't dislike it, but I also don't love it. It's it's so hard to like. Just because you like a genre doesn't mean you're gonna like everything. And yep. I'm, I'm on that journey to find more industrial that that resonates with me. So, uh, number three for me, this this I'm really surprised this is still in the top five. But I listened to it today just to make sure that it should stay in the top five. And it's Yellow Wolf and Shooter Jennings. Sometimes yes, why? Up here. 
it's a pretty solid album. It's a solid fucking album. Yep. It's just it's 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 impressive to me. It's surprising, impressive, and it's one of those where there's not a song on it that I don't like. I like so, that. You're like, let's make sure it still stays up there. And I had to. <laughs> I did that with a few of my albums. Yeah, and, and I I yeah, there were some like there were some that I knew instantly. Like, okay, you're gone because this came out and this is good, and yeah. I know that it's better than this. But that album, I was like, I gotta give it a spin today. Just to see if it if it still yeah. remains. So it's like when I leave here, I'm literally gonna start the sugar album up. I'm, yeah. I'm, jacked, I'm jacked up on coffee. I'm ready to go. So, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Uh, you you got work tomorrow? No, oh, you're I'm, good to go. Yeah, okay, I'm good. Good. Yeah, good. I'm good. But yeah, okay. Uh, we're, we're down to the top two, and uh, I, I'm I'm very curious. I know you should know my number one easily. But I think I do, and I think I I. I, man, I wish I could just say you don't, it. You don't, know number, you, know you, you don't know number two. I'll just do this. I'll just do this. No. No? That's that's one. That's yeah. what I meant. That's yeah, what yeah, I was saying was number one. Okay. But, and this one snuck in, and it just okay. came out in October, actually. I thought it was this month. I mean, well, last month. But it's the, the band Rabbit Junk, Apocalypse for Beginners. Rabbit Junk? Yes, they are in an industrial metal outfit with some synthwave added in, it added in on this album. Oh, I'm interested in that. Uh, for fans of, I would recommend this for fans, of course, of industrial, but for bands, for fans of like the band, a band, um, Hansel, Hansel and Gretel. Do you, do you remember them? Yeah, vaguely. they're still around, but they're like, they were an you know, industrial act. I've yeah. seen them a few times, but they have a lot of elements from them. And this album, I've. I, I have no clue how I did not stick in my top f- four or five played. I've ran this thing to the ground. I, I have no clue how I did not make it in. Yeah. And I, maybe because it's when it came out or something. But I like the whole, I love the whole album. It, 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 it literally, I'm going to over the number one, I can't talk, the number one spot. It has um feature. That, that would be big. Cause yeah. Even I know what the number one yeah, is. Yeah. Even the feature, like they had um Amelia Arsenic, which of course is, in an industrial world, people will know who it is, but she, She's a pretty big in the band Angel Spit, which is one of my favorite industrial bands. Yeah, and she's done went off and done her own solo work. But that song she's in the second track, Stone Cold. That's a fantastic track. It's probably gonna be in my top played songs of, even next year on the list. Yeah, because I, I I absolutely love this album. For any fan, it's an, it's a very enjoyable industrial album. It's fun. It's I'll not depressing che- or anything like that. It's fun. Oh, well, well, I, I will definitely be checking that out then. Have you posted that in our? I know our metal group is just kind of nah, on and off again. It's, it's but more industrial than metal. Rabbit so. joke. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm excited. The, the album is called Apocalypse for Beginners. I'm going to spin that tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> number two, also a surprise uh, to me, not a surprise at all in the grand scheme of things, but number two. It got knocked from number one. Yeah. It's Ghosts Impera. Yeah, I figured uh, it'd be number two or one. So it's still it's good to me. See, it, it, fell, it fell out of mind. I still enjoy the album. I don't hate it. I still enjoy it. But yeah, it's not, not top ten for me. I, I still, I still really, really like it more than I thought I would. I even like the song Twenties now. Even like I hated it when I first yeah. heard it because I thought it was so stupid. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's become like Limp Biscuit, and it's grown on me in, in a way that where I accept the goofiness of it. But that album's still, like, production value, probably album of the year, production value-wise. Fucking, it's it's stellar and flawless and sparkly, and it's just fucking good. Uh, and it, it's still, like, it's still one of those bands, like, that's not one of my favorite bands, even. They're really not. Even though we saw them in 2019, and, and it was performance. a badass concert, yep. they're still not one of my favorite bands, but I just have this weird... I have this weird appreciation for them. The fact that they can even get me to come back 
because when I first listened to him, I was like, this vocalist does nothing for me. And it's like it's like the gateway with anybody. Like they're not metal. It's like it's the way they dress. Everybody yeah, wants yeah, to think they're yeah, metal. Yeah, because when it, like, they were I, never I, metal. We, we all made a mistake of like they look like they should be brutal. Yeah, and they're not. They're rock, they're it's a, arena a, rock. a, a, a rockish metal band. Yeah. Um, if you um this is they the YouTuber Metal Trenches, which I mentioned on the podcast here before. Yeah, I've watched him a lot since. But yeah. he even made a great point because he had this album in his top ten is that people make fun of them for not being metal. But they get they say Alice Cooper's metal. They say King Kiss. Diamond is metal. And Kiss. And Kiss not, is metal. None of those uh, are. Why are those metal and they're not ghost? Yeah. So I that's like the best way for me to, to you know explain that to somebody. Yeah. They're metal they're, they're just as metal as any Molly Crew or anything like that. They're just as metal as any, as anybody. Just it's just more accessible, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and and they just you know, they've got they've got the theme going on. Yeah. Like a lot of bands are a product of music and, you know, stick. Yep. And their stick is something that people love. People love the dark side. Yeah. Right now, right now, the stick is they have the best production in the in the oh yeah in, in music. Yeah, All yeah. It, it, it's fantastic, man. It really is. And it's like uh, I think I was watching um, JW Soundworks on YouTube as a guy. He, I don't think he's huge or anything, but he does like a combination of reactions and then you know other music analysis stuff. And he listened to uh, Little Miss Sunshine or whatever the fuck that song is called. Call me, call me Little Sunshine. Yeah. And that song feels generic, sort of. But then you put on headphones. I, that, yes, you need headphones. And you hear all the shimmery other shit going on in the background of it. And it's like, this is a fuck. This is like Disney's Fantasia in music form. Mm-hmm. It is just, there's magic going on everywhere, and you wouldn't know it unless you really hone in. So, something impressive about them stuck them in the top two. Now bring what me and anyone who listened to the last episode know is number one in Neil's book for the year of 2022. It's um, been in prison, Airbus. Yeah, Yeah, shocker, huh? (laughs) I've, what they say, like on my playback, I I listen to this album and said on my Spotify 87 times yeah that's a lot of times that's a lot of times uh, that's probably the most played album i've ever yeah literally i've ever listened to and I've, i'm still listening to it, listening to it to, to this day i was lucky enough to get the vinyl recently too which i would never thought i'd get cheap but i found it in columbus which is nice but yeah that album is fantastic um larissa is my crush as far as metal vocalists go all yeah. over and but she's already taken sadly it um, happens but the album from the back is amazing it, it, it opens up hard it ends hard there's no duds in it. It's great post doom. It's I recommend it to any metal fan. Yeah, it's I've listened to it. I find value in it. Didn't make my top ten or anything because you know me and you were just slightly different wavelengths. Yes. But the, those wavelengths are slowly crossing into each other because I'm much more accepting of a lot of the really heavy shit that I wasn't before. So who knows that that may be someone that creeps in. Like some days. You know, I'm listening to the hardest shit that I listen to, and I'm like, I need harder. I, yeah. I need, I need darker. I need heavier. It just depends on the day. But yeah, I'm kind, I'm kind of glad they stuck because you, you were so high on that album. I kind of would have hated for it to fall out. Yeah, it's, it's like it's still up there. Um, I get, it's, it's like my top songs played of the year. Of course, is 
whole yeah. been in prison. You want to you, you want to hear my you know I looked between my Apple and my YouTube music. Yeah. I'll I'll drop my most played. Thanks to my children, uh, the most played song is Rick Astley. Yeah. Uh, that that was kind of hurtful to see, but I knew why. It wasn't me. It's like Megadeth was on my was my second most played. Mine but, uh, too, but it's because we did the episode. We did the episode. Yep, yep. They were they were on the top of both of my lists. Actually, like they were my most played artist this whole year. But I got on such a kick, and they have what sixteen fucking yeah, albums. Yeah, it's a lot of albums. So that that is why I looked at that and I knew instantly. It's I was like, like oh, Megadeth's gonna be on there. Yeah, they're gonna be on there, and and that's fine. Like I really like Megadeth, and I really enjoyed that whole journey. Yeah, you know, it was, it was a good fucking journey and a good episode. Um, but my my most played album of the year, I, I got to go based off of two things. But like one music service, it was Turnstiles Glow On, which was no surprise because that album hit me big time. And then, uh, oh shit, can't remember the name of the album, but the band is Drain. It's another hardcore, yeah, another hardcore band. I thought you were gonna say Drain SDH. I'm like, yeah, that's not Drain one. SDH, no, uh, or Local H or nothing like that. I, just, I was, I was in Local H this year. Yeah, this year you have? Yeah, I, yeah I have. Didn't they get heavier? Is that what? The, are they one it, of those? They got bands bad. Got they, got, they, they were playing locally uh, in Columbus, and I, was, I thought about oh, going yeah. to. So I was like, I'll, I'll fire it up see if I want to go, but I didn't take the day off. So yeah. I'd, that'd be a show worth seeing, just yeah. because you know it's probably what, thirty-five bucks or less. Right? Do you know what my number one is? No, ain't no clue or any inkling or not. Raw fan. Okay, I'm not an educated guess. I, sh- I guess I should know. Nice. That. Well, that makes me feel good. Uh, number one is. Uh, let me see. I want to make sure. I'm pretty sure it's the most recent album that has been released out of all of these. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, my new fucking creme de la creme band that I am more excited about their future than any band I've listened to. I don't, I don't make more than turnstile surprisingly. And I love turnstile, but spirit world's death Western is my number one album of the year. I, I cannot get over how perfect this band is for me they started out as a um cowboy punk outfit they had a ep that was total cowboy punk and then they switched gears yeah, well, yeah that showed up in my recommended earlier i was going i screenshotted it actually man so so they were well their first their first full length is called yeah. pagan rhythms came out november yeah. and pagan rhythms is an album from 2020 but got re-released by century media in 2021 well if, if, century, if century media has a hold of them i mean century media yeah. has a hold of them so, i mean they're promising then and they released pagan rhythms under century media after it was released independently i believe and that album fucking rips and and was just i was stuck on that album for weeks and then death western came out and that is it catapulted in, in zero seconds. The first spin, when the first spin was over, my adrenaline was so high and I was so amped and pumped about this band. And it sucks at the same time because you can go on YouTube and you can look up a live performance of this band in Cincinnati from just a few months ago. And there are like four people at make, the it makes stage. You, makes you mad as hell that you miss makes it. Makes you mad as hell. Not, not, well, see, I, I don't want to see them with five people. I don't either, but they have like... To be able to say that I did, like I saw him when there was five people, that's one thing. But like the energy, 
I don't know. You got to have that packed house. Like right. Turnstile was a packed house at Kimba Live. Like at one point we were all singing Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody before yeah. they came out. And it was one of those moments where like you just felt the unity of the place. And then Turnstile came out and you just felt the unity of the whole thing. And it was it was just amazing. I don't want to feel the unity of four people at, at, at you know, the Spirit World concert. I do to say I went, but I need this band to, to I need Century Media to get them a good opening spot for somebody huge yeah. and for them to grow. Like, I want to see this band grow at least to the level of like, you know, a, a fairly popular hardcore metal band. And uh, every single fucking track on that Death Western album is a banger. It's one of those albums where like every month I'm going to have a different favorite song of the 10 tracks on there. Right. And, it, and it clocks in at like 30 some minutes. It's just no fluff, no frill. It's in your face. No gristle. No gristle. <laughs> you don't, you, you just cannot even begin to, to say what your favorite so track is off the album. Because as soon as you pick one, it changes and it's like every song smacks you in the face. You, I, have, you I, haven't listened to that yet? No. Like you said, I, I literally screenshot it on my phone. I, I seen it, the, the cover interested me. So I, I, I screenshotted it, but I'll fire it up at some point tonight, actually. Man, I if you fire that up on your way home and turn it up, I, I message me when you get yeah, home well, and just let me know your thoughts. because and, and you may, I could easily see where some people would be like, you know, I think all metal fans could say solid yeah. or pretty good. But I but I feel like certain ones are just going to eat up every track. And I think it's just heavy enough, just hard enough, and the vocals are just fucking angry enough that that it might you might feel the same. You you could possibly feel the same way about it. Very mm. very possibly. Or you could be like that was a really solid album. It's I don't see you not liking it. Right. I was trying to think of albums where my favorite song shifted a lot. But the only one that even comes to mind is like Mechanical Animals from Manson. That, <laughs> because like there's so many times like it's my favorite song on the album. I could, go, was, I could go on a tangent on that. that it's that, the best album. That's one that <laughs> there's very few albums of all time that I think aged like that one. And I think we've <laughs> talked about it before. But like when that album came out, I was like, "What the oh, fuck what? is this? What change? Why what, change? <laughs> what is this?" Because Antichrist Superstar was a badass album at the time. Now, not so much. Like I don't think it aged that. Great. I still love it, but it's not, it's his, it's not his best one. It's good, either way. But like Mechanical Animals was like, I I think it was ahead of its time yep. by a decade and a half. Like it, like I listened to that now, and I was like, "That is the most creative fucking album." That I have heard, one it's like top ten, all time, just mind blowing gear changes. Yeah, because it's a total gear, it's a total mind fuck. That whole album is like, wait a minute, I thought Marilyn Manson was this. Right. No, I mean he he did his best David Bowie impression on that album, and it worked. But yeah, but as far as like favorite songs on the album that's about the only one i can really think of offhand i mean it, of course it's, it's more i'm sure it's happened more than that but it's like as far as like quick thinking that's the only one i can think of. i hate even giving it praise because well he's know. a scumbag but a lot of people we love are scumbags uh, yeah i know but i mean if 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 true that's the hard part 
if true, right. he's worse. That's, than whole, that's a whole other tangent of people. That's a whole other yeah, tangent. Like you, there's you, a lot of like there's a lot of people. People love a lot of people that are like really, right. really trashy. The the only reason I even say that I hate to give him any praise is because not real surprising if that shit's true. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like that that's not really a shock. So right. who knows? I don't know. I know he's. I know most recently he's complaining that his career's over. It's like, well, you know, you had a fucking good career. You had a good run. You <laughs> had a hell of a run. But yeah, uh, Spirit World Death Western. If you fucking like hardcore and, and metal at all, uh, spin that damn album. Because it's, I know I, it sucks to go off reviews, but as far as reviews go, the only publication I've seen that didn't give it a nine or a 10 is Kerrang! And I don't fucking care what Kerrang! says. A lot of those, like, even like, was it Loudwire and all that? Oh, those they're, don't, yeah. They're whatever. all they're all basic, man. Yeah, like, yeah they're basic. Those are basic bitches. Those are the basic yeah. bitches of, of, yeah, that I follow all that because yeah. I love music news, but like, it's the little publications that actually listen to the the everything are the ones that yeah, I read. Yeah, in closing here, we of course have to shout out to like the, the YouTube channels, like say Metal Trenches, the Metal, oh, man, yeah. the Metal Meltdown, yeah, all those people like that. That's who you really need to be. Checking out because they're doing the community a big service by yeah, right. a, a really big service. It's good reviews, unbiased. That's why that's why you really need to look, look into not this. Yeah, not Kerrang, yeah. not Loudwire, not Revolver, none of that. Yeah, shit. it's just all, it's all. Hey, and and I appreciate the yeah. music news, but like I don't care about the reviews. Like, right. I mean, fuck the. I mean, you look at you look at Kerrang and Loudwire, and it's like. They fucking make a post about how excited like Avril Lavigne is back, and we couldn't be more excited. Like, word, are you fucking serious? You couldn't be it's, more excited it's, that it's, Avril it's Lavigne that. is it's, back. It's like say a big, say a heavy hitter comes out. Let's say Disturbed comes off an album. It could be like <sighs> it could be like complete ass, but it's all Mac. It could be in our top ten. Five fingered all the Mac in top ten. Either way, like, so we go we can go, we can bitch about that all night. But, yeah, we won't. But like anyone anyone that gives a shit about any of the bands we talked about probably know that to be yeah. true anyway. So well, like been closing from my the top ten list goes like i'd be amiss to not mention the fact that i probably listen to more synth wave than anything that's other than like obviously like been in prison or something yeah i listen to synth wave like almost exclusively the whole the whole year but it's not i don't ever do it in whole albums right i do i listen to a lot of mixes i listen to this pops here and there no, I, I mean it's always my favorite background music i listen to it all the time but i can never say it's my favorite yeah. it, it's it's, 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 it's always one I thought of you when I went to that Vets Aid concert because there was a woman at that concert wearing a Gary Newman hoodie. Oh, speaking, the thing is because Gary Newman and Reznor toured a few years back. Yeah. And I've been a dream tour for me. I would have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I, with I you. I I'm, I'm with you on that. I would have creamed, man. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Because there's a YouTube videos of, of, of um, when Night Shells was playing, they, 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 they did um, Newman's song Metal, which yeah. is one of my favorite songs of his, and they, of course, performed that together on stage, and I, I would love to see that oh, live. Oh, man. I would have too. That that's that's one of the top recommendations from you that have stuck to like that. If it was a different year, that like, was my favorite album of that year. Gary Whatever Newman year, would yeah. be on my top ten because I, I have listened to a, a, his past like three or four albums yes. a lot over the last few years. That's excellent shit. Ah, hopefully twenty twenty three is good. Let's hope. Of all the metal I talked about, I've got to say I'm excited for Paramore's new album. Not, I'm not ashamed to even say I've, it. I've never been a fan. I never have. For some reason, I I don't know. I was never a fan, and I've seen them live. I saw them live with No Doubt and uh, someone else a long time oh, yeah. ago with my ex-wife. Yeah. And uh, 
I never have gave a fuck about them, but they released that single and it sucked me in and then it sucked me into all their albums. I was like, I'm a closet Paramore fan. I didn't know it. I didn't know that I like this band. It's like, it's like they're the Huey Lewis and the news of the past <laughs> two decades to me. Like, I just feel good when I listen to their right. music. Yeah. So, you know, Huey Lewis and the, what's and the Moors, Huey Lewis and the Moors, <laughs> Huey Para and the Moors. Hopefully it's good stuff. But uh, we get Metallica in April. You'll be, you'll be thrilled about yeah, that. Get right? up for that. Yeah, I'd be geared up for that one. No, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. The new song is pretty good. Yeah. It is, uh, it, it is pretty good. It's better than anything they've done in a long time, in my opinion. But there's also a major flaw in it. But we, I won't talk about that tonight. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much done. And then I haven't cared about anything Metallica's done in a long time. But when any band of any significance releases anything, I check it out just out of curiosity. I was pleasantly surprised by that one. But Venom Prison, Spirit World, go check them both out. Hopefully you enjoyed this uh, top 10 from me and Neil. And we'll see you uh, on the next one, which it's... I don't. I think we had ideas of what we wanted to do. Yeah, we, next, have, we have some ideas floating around, but we can revisit. Yeah, that. yeah. We'll we'll lock them down concrete and, and bring them to you whenever we feel like it, because that's what we do. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation again. If you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 